conditions. We're starved into it. Literally starved into it. But when we came in, we came in with pride and dignity. Even though we had been logistically defeated rather than militarily defeated, we became dependent because our food source was gone on handouts from the federal government. Starvation rations. And because of the demoralization of that fact and the fact that our women were regularly raped, we still stood up. But then the last of the leaders started to come in because they really had no place to go or nothing to eat. Sitting Bull came in with, his, with most of his people. Some of his people refused to come in. They still live in where they stopped, Fort Totten Reservation, and up in Canada, and Sioux Valley, and on into northern Alberta. Well, we came in, and so they herded us up. And the 7th Cavalry, which had been defeated in 1876 uh, at Custer's Sensitivity Training Session, the United States and, the, and its military forces hold immense grudges. You said what happened at Fallujah. They started um, assassinating the leadership, first sitting bull and crazy horse the last to come in to the reservations and give up their arms. Well, there was a uh, uh, Indian leader who was euphemistically called Bigfoot in English. Um, He had his people. Well, the leaders were being, to his mind, systematically assassinated. He headed south with his band of people to come to Pine Ridge and came under the protection of Red Cloud, another leader, who defeated the United States Army in 1868. They got the Fort Laramie Treaty. He was stopped. They had no weapons because on the reservation they took away your weapons. It's just like going to prison. They take away your weapons. So uh, we didn't have bows and arrows, I don't think. We had knives. But anyway, they were stopped right up here on top of the hill from my ranch. And there's a sign up there on the way to Wounded Knee. They were stopped up there. They were searched and all of that kind of stuff, disarmed of everything, and then forced to come down. This is the 7th Cavalry who still were mad about what happened to him before, even though they deserved it, more so, in fact. Their story, and the Army has to claim this, otherwise they're liable. We're the people who defeated militarily the United States of America, who had built up a string of forts through three states, and we burnt every one of those. He gave them up because we militarily defeated them. Now we're in this bowl, wounded in a bowl, surrounded 
by the armed might of the United States of America, and we're going to pull out one gun with our women and children and fire a shot. That's what they claim. And people believe it because we're Indians and we don't have a brain. Unlike Americans who have brains but don't use them. They slaughter us, men, women, and children. And then the blizzard hits and they bury after the blizzard goes by. All the bodies are frozen. And that infamous picture of Chief Bigfoot frozen in in a horrible way, his body. And they stack us up. This is before the Nazis and uh, the concentration camps. They stack them up, all our bodies. opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host... Welcome to The True World with Matthew Deagle. I'm your host, Matthew Deagle. I'm here to discuss world events in terms of their symbolic relationships, their spiritual meaning, and the psychological causes behind it, as well as the uh, essentially what's being communicated to us by the spirit or the gods, uh, whatever you want to call it. This, uh, for example... Um, last, this August here, August 12th, 2017, as everybody knows, there was that, uh, car ramming in Charlottesville, North, in Charlottesville, Virginia, where, uh, a woman was run over by a man, supposedly it had to do with right and left wing politics. But there's much deeper symbolism to this as there is to many other events as well. And I don't think... People are really grasping what's going on when they consider all of this stuff to be, you know, they have, uh, they, they often have conspiracy theories about how things are staged events or whatever. I think most of that is just uh, nonsense and it's a distraction from what's actually going on, which is that many of these events are symbolic warnings of the overall trends in our society. Uh, this particular one, for example, uh, what happened is a guy, this is Charlottesville, I discussed this previously in terms of the connection with Jamestown and Jonestown. Well, what happened previously in Charlottesville, there was a uh, killing of a woman named Yardley Love, the death of love, who was named after the first governor of Virginia and of the Jamestown colony. 
The Jamestown colony suffered from massive famines in which there was cannibalism. Uh, essentially, I think 80% of the colony died off. So that's a, a warning right there, the connection between this place and the death of love, which literally I think we can take to mean as a communication from the spirit that we have killed love itself in the sense of true love, uh, connection to other people, connection to the collective of humanity, and the ability to give in to others as part of a uh, unit, which is uh, particularly the, uh, represented in things like women who are living entirely for themselves now in egocentrism, which is what uh, what the spirit refers to as huren or whores, uh, meaning not somebody just who's sexually promiscuous or whatever. That's part of that's not one manifestation of it. Potentially, what it means is people who are completely detached from true love, who have negated love with hatred. Now, what that means is that love is the tautology of what we of containing each other. It's the fact that everything has common factors with everything else. So everything is bound to everything else by those common factors that they depend on. And so therefore, the inversion of this is to negate the knowledge of common factors, to negate the feeling of being one with other people and things through sharing something in common and thus isolating yourself from reality. And this is signified the state of being a uh, hura in German or a whore, as we call it in English, means really to be without love, to be loveless. Now, the victim in this attack in Charlottesville, remember that Charlottesville is also the location of the death of love, where George Hughley killed Yardley Love, uh, and the original governor of Virginia and the Jamestown colony was named George Yardley. Well, at 1.45 p.m. on August 12, 2017, a guy named James Alex Fields, so James, uh, the same name as Jamestown, ran over a woman named Heather Heyer. Now, Heather Heyer here can be taken to mean basically uh, the whore. Uh, in this particular manifestation, the meaning of it is that she signifies the state of lovelessness and the state of isolation from reality. Uh, the overall trend being signified also by what we see with the so-called feminist hysteria going on lately, where which is really a matter of women hating their true nature, hating who they actually are, which is loving, and instead trying to be selfish and uh, egocentric. Now, this is a much more serious issue than people might think. It's not just uh, a matter of you know people's personal choices or whatever, because really... Uh, the meaning of Heather Heyer is basically behold the whore. Uh, if you take Arabic or Hebrew, the meaning is behold the whore. Her names uh, also give the meaning of the, negate, the negatory or contradictory ten, which means 
hatred or the negation of true love. True love is the tautology, and she represents the contradiction. So that's something else here is that love is also a matter of logic and tautology, whereas the lack of it uh, or the false hatred, the negation of true love, to be a whore is the contradiction. It's illogic negating what things are as a whole. So whereas love is the knowledge of what things are as a whole, and the knowledge that things depend on something in common. Hatred, uh, false hatred, is the ignorance, the covering up and concealing of the fact that things coexist as a whole. So that is essentially what's signified here, because the reason why is because the main function, one of the main functions of females, one of the reasons why there's a female and a male sex of almost every vertebrate is that females have the function of love, nurturing, and maintaining these collective bonds, uh, and thus, thus being conscious of the common factors and things. It's, it's by means of this, actually, or true love, that women are able to bear children and to raise children, and to maintain cultures and traditions and so forth. So that's the female function, that's been thwarted by all of this attempt to erase traditional identities, uh, to go against your true nature and your true self, to negate the uh, everything that females do naturally is being negated. Which means really everything that love does, which is the foundation of life, literally is the foundation of life, is being negated. And I mean this, that love, we think in our egocentric modern society, we have a delusional idea that uh, we have a delusional idea that love is just a feeling and a personal will or desire, which is not the case. It's actually an absolute fact of things coexisting and having more or less in common with each other. So... It's actually also the fact that causes things to exist at all, because I'm sure you've all heard of the duality principle where you have uh, <clears throat> anything that's either a particle or a wave. That's also a form of love. That's a tautology where two inverse things are related to each other. So you literally wouldn't have matter without love. You wouldn't have without Liebe or true love, without the tautology of things being part of a whole that depends on itself, you would not have uh, existence at all. And all life depends on it. It's what causes things to be selected and to survive or not. So ecology, for example, is a manifestation of love. Same thing with societies, cultures, traditions, and families, also a manifestation of love. And the organism inside your own body the fact that your organs cooperate as a whole to cause you to live, that's also love. So if uh, that any of that breaks down, then you have death. It's pretty simple. If you have a contradiction of the organism, then you have death. And, you, and that, that may manifest, for example, as the contradiction of simply the truth of what things actually are in their true relations. 
such as the beliefs of illogical cults, like Jonestown, for example, which I think closely relates to this Jamestown thing. That uh, because, as we know, uh, Jim Jones, Jim Jones was a mass murder suicide, whose first name was James, just like James Alex Fields, who ran over this girl. And Jim Jones was also a social justice warrior and a supposed champion of human rights who ended up poisoning his entire congregation in Guyana. So uh, that is an omen of what this is pointing at, that if these people continue to reject reality and their true nature and true love and their true selves, therefore, then they will uh, die. It's, it's simply that's how it works. They will surely die, as it says, of the forbidden fruit, because the the forbidden fruit is the, uh, the fruit of false morality, the fruit of good and evil in a negative sense, the fruit of ignoring those aspects of love and reality which you deem illogically to be excluded. So... Uh, yes, indeed, it does actually mean that they are going to die off. And my view of it is that <clears throat> my view of it is that these women that we see, uh, you know, waving their tits around in public uh, in these so-called protests and uh, freaking out and being hysterical about everything uh, represent uh, not anything good or true, but self-hatred fundamentally, hatred of their own nature as being naturally altruistic and empathic. And moreover, moreover, they represent the breakdown of society, the transformation of the basic fabric of society, which is women, i.e. mothers, turning into isolated and selfish whores, which is the breakdown of the organism. It's essentially like the society has cancer. And it really is that way, and this is what the gods say about it by having events like this happen involving bizarre coincidences. So, for example, the uh, this event here occurred uh, in Charlottesville, as I said, same location as the death of love, Yardley Love, uh, was perpetrated by a guy named James Alex Fields, where Fields refers to corn or mowing, such as the scythe, the Grim Reaper. His license plate read GVF 1111 with four ones in a row. And he was also from Mommy, Ohio, i.e., Mommy, like a mother, uh, as the child of evil, essentially. He represents the consequences of this lovelessness. So that somebody like Jim Jones comes along, uh, seduces you into his cult, and eventually uh, he slays you all. Essentially, eventually he brings you to death because he represents death itself. He is the death of love and the, or the child of it. And he is illogic incarnate. So that's what Jim Jones was. He was illogic incarnate. He was an anti-logos or an illogical person who represents contradiction and the concealment of the whole of what things actually are. It's seductive because people are avoidant and want something which is irreal to satisfy their desire for utopia or whatever, their desire to ignore the facts of reality, uh, but also just self-hatred. They don't like what they are in reality as a whole. So 
So what do they do? They uh, they go for some fake religious belief system or cult, such as feminism or social justice or whatever. All of this stuff is really just based on people not loving who they actually are. It's pathological. Uh, that's why there are so many people who think that they're like non-binary gender and so forth. It's all just a delusion based on self-hatred. They don't want to be themselves anymore, so they try to be something else, and they make this, they, and they pretend this is what they actually are because they hate themselves so much they're actually uh, dissociating from their actual personality. So that is genuine, genuinely what it actually is. Same thing with the widespread homosexuality. Uh, homosexuality, likewise, is founded on narcissism and therefore on self-hatred uh, because narcissism is actually the result of hating your true self. Now, in that case, I think there is such a thing as, as natural androgyny where a person is overall a feminine mentality, but then there's still self-hatred. It's clearly evident in, for example, the widespread uh, dislike of feminine men among gays that uh, represents they hate their own feminine nature. It's the same thing with feminists, right? They hate their actual self, their own feminine nature, which is about love and altruism, and they like the idea of being a whore. They, their ideal, in other words, is for them to become selfish and to become isolated from everybody else, uh, which means that they're essentially destining themselves for destruction because they have they've chosen to break away from that which sustains their survival, which means the more this spreads, the closer something like Jonestown is on a larger scale. And they're already pretty much prepared to drink the Kool-Aid here. So uh, we look at uh, the Heather Heyer thing, right? This woman signifying, it's not so much about left or right politics uh, as the fact that this is about this event this event was symbolically called Unite the Right, right? And it was about supposedly maintaining, it's, it's, it's essentially, I think it's because it's associated with fascism. Now fascism, you can think whatever you want about their political behavior, but the basic idea is nationalism and traditionalism, uh, to some degree, at least tending toward that more so than other political ideologies. And tradition in turn, as I said, is essentially cultivated by women by mothers who raise their children. So tradition, culture, people, and race, and so forth represent self-love. And therefore, if you're opposed to that, you represent Jonestown, represent self-hatred and logic uh, and destruction of society. That's just the way it is. You know, you can think whatever you want, but uh, I don't agree with all of their policies, obviously. I think the Republican Party and these conservatives are full of shit. But the fact is that uh, the, the basic idea of going against tradition basic idea, not, I'm not just saying reforming illogical or bad ideas or traditions or changing mistakes that your culture has made. I'm saying the total uprooting of tradition is bad and represents basically self-hatred and the failure of women in particular to fulfill their natural role, which, and I'm saying natural role as in they evolved to do this, to maintain culture to raise children in a certain culture and to maintain traditions. So when that goes away, what replaces tradition? If the natural religion of women, of mothers, goes away, what replaces it is naturally gonna be a cult, 
in almost all cases, you're going to end up with a cult, like communism, for example, or Jonestown. Or even the Catholic Church as well was also a cult that uprooted and destroyed traditional culture in Europe and replaced it. And something also noteworthy about this, as I said, the natural religion was maintained by women, at least maintained by women. Although often the prophets were men, the, tra the traditions and religion themselves were maintained by women. And this is the case all over the world, whether you talk about the Celts in Europe, the uh, Germanic culture, the Hopi Indians here in Arizona, they all have a female-dominated religion where the women, the mothers, control the religion. But the religions that we know around the world, the Catholic Church, the Muslims, the Jews, the Mormons, etc., they all have men in positions of authority in religion, which is also a sign there's something wrong there. Because women have the function of maintaining traditions, of maintaining culture, and therefore religion, and men do not. Men have the function of uh, career and wisdom and things like that. They don't have the function of raising children so much as women do. But these cults have come in and replaced women in the function of raising children and created new traditions. Now noteworthy here also is that these cults very commonly consist in a, in a much higher than usual proportion of homosexual men. Whether it's the Vatican with all of its homo priests that are screwing little boys, or the Jews who have an even higher proportion in some of their Orthodox communities, or the same thing with the Muslims over in Saudi Arabia, or the Buddhists as well, the Buddhist monasteries, they all have a remarkably high rate of male homosexuality. And they all also are attempting to replace women's function as mothers. So this has been going on for a long time, that's why we're here. The reason we're here, you have to realize, the reason we're approaching Jonestown with this social justice and feminism nonsense is because we already approached and entered the Catholic Church. Because the Catholic Church, the Christian religion as we know it, the Catholic religion, it's all about the destruction of tradition and the replacement of, of women and mothers with homosexuals. Which, sadly, that's just the way it is. I mean, that's what they do. They went around Europe, they killed millions, and they uprooted and they eradicated traditions. Now, the reason, it, the question is, why would you want to do this? And I think the answer is because traditions naturally evolve to favor the average person, to favor a kind of a people-oriented uh, society, society which favors the average peasant as its benefact, as, as, as its benefited person. So, uh, Whereas the Catholic Church is all about favoring them. All the money, all the power goes to them. You see, same thing with the communist cult uh, in the Soviet Union, despite what they said. Uh, same thing with uh, all of these cults. Is they're all about sucking power and influence and money from the average person and giving it to these cult leaders. Whereas traditional societies favored the average person. Yeah, because they favored the people as a collective. So that's the idea, I think, is to destroy the natural collective, the people, in order to impose something on them through deception, which sucks all of their power 
and all of their money away from them, turns them into slaves. That's what I think the Catholic Church was always about, and still is. Francis is just changing his uh, PR, I guess. But the Catholic Church, is, it's, all, it's, it's totally full of it. It's, still, it's actually on board with a lot of this stuff right now. So uh, we are like, uh, you know, we in, in, uh, in Western society, really on most of this planet in general, are like somebody coming out of a cult because we've been in a cult for like 600 years uh, with the Catholic Church and, and all of its offshoots. And we don't know what normal society is like anymore. We think that, uh, and that's, that's the reason stuff like this is possible. The reason that things like uh, this feminism and other nonsense that's totally against facts and against uh, known scientific facts about gender differences, for example, about no, against known facts of how people are supposed to behave if you want to have a well a working society, uh, yet somehow is so popular is because of the Christian religion. Jim Jones himself uh, named his his cult the People's Temple of the Disciples of Christ. Now the question is, why would he use that term if he was a Marxist? I don't know, but it is highly symbolic. Uh, the guy did borrow a lot of techniques from like southern preachers but uh his cult was essentially like atheistic christianity really it did a lot of the same stuff the catholic church does like uh, the the charity and so forth in contradiction with uh all the evil stuff he did like having sex with all of his congregation and uh eventually committing mass murder suicide that's something else about these cults is they represent illogic and contradiction so it's always going to be kind of ambiguous from a superficial perspective. If you don't see things as a whole, it's going to be ambiguous whether or not it's good or bad. That's what sucks people in is they see, they think this social justice stuff is just about literally social justice, but it's actually about the destruction of society. It's actually about the destruction of your true identity and the erasure, therefore, of whatever it is that makes you you. Uh, it's replacement with a bunch of lies uh, and an attempt to conform to extrinsic values so that your spiritual nature is never revealed. And uh, that's what this, uh, uh, all this stuff is really about. Traditional society, natural society nature versus the uh, garbage we have now because of these religions, because of heresy. So the Catholic Church, as I've said before, for example, they take the story of the crucifixion and they say it's about sacrifice for your sins, which is a lie. It's not. It was about survival. It was about survival against any, any suffering. It was about enduring any suffering and surviving anyway. <clears throat> it was not. It was a demonstration of stoical principles to us. It was not about sacrificing himself for your sins. That is a bizarre uh, idea that derives from the Catholic Church, but is central to the Christian religion in, in its modern form. And is there, it, it therefore means, I mean, the Christian religion itself was and is already Jonestown to begin with. 
but this modern form is just the apocalyptic version of Christianity. The way I look at it is, uh, you know, the original crucifixion you can see as being about the algaes or the life rune. That's the, uh, it looks like a bird's foot turned upside down. So it's got, it's like the peace symbol turned upside down. All right. That symbolizes life. That's what the original teachings of Emmanuel were about, was life and survival. Then you have the Christian religion. Christian religion has a, has a cross, right? Uh, a cross is like that thing starting to droop down or failing to, it's like a plant failing, because it means the, the tree of life, right? It's like a plant failing to grow all the way upward. Then what happens is you get what we have now, Jonestown which is that the rune or the tree of life has drooped all the way down to a rune of death, the Todas Runa, or Ur, which means literally death. That symbol that they use to mean peace, that all these idiots are using to mean peace, actually means death in traditional Germanic culture. And that's what they're putting on themselves, is the symbol of death. They are marking themselves for death. The way, and honestly, I think this is literally what's happening, that these whores are essentially lining up for the gas chambers. And I mean that the, I mean in the sense of being killed by things like famine, possibly plagues, but moreover, World War III, which is going to be started by this kind of thinking. If they actually continue to provoke Russia, uh, they will eventually get just what they deserve, which is horrible, but it's uh, the consequences of this kind of thinking is to literally get nuked, or even worse. <clears throat> and that is essentially what we have, trying to take control of the West right now, is a bunch of lunatics who are against nature and logic that will, that therefore will be killed eventually. And I mean like within 24 years, probably sooner. Uh, <clears throat> that's what Heather Heyer is all about. This woman, standing there protesting this uh, right-wing rally or whatever, she gets run over by some guy who represents Jim Jones because his name is James Alex Fields from Mommy, Ohio. His mother's name, Samantha Bloom, means flower of witchcraft. So the this is, this is the sort of thing that gods do all the time. People don't believe in the gods anymore. They call them angels or whatever, if, if anything. But a lot of people just don't believe at all because they're just that ignorant they don't even notice that the gods exist, that they're controlling events all the time. But they actually are every day, uh, and every once in a while they do something that's very obvious like this, or the attack in Las Vegas, which contains, uh, you just have to look at the coincidences that connect a certain date, a certain time, and uh, certain names together, and you get a pretty clear picture of what it's about. Here, you had the death of love, yardly love. Uh, that's the reason for Jonestown, the death of love, the failure of women in particular, but in society in general, but especially women because they embody it naturally, to be loving, which means they fail to connect themselves to reality and to other people in a selfless way. They fail to be aware of, of the common factors that bind things together. Because you see, their job is to maintain society, traditions, common values, 
and to maintain the harmony of society by raising children. So if they, for example, choose to be selfish and loveless uh, and or even choose not to have children at all or wait far too long to have them, the result is at least a weakening of love, but can get much worse in certain cases. And in general, the tendency is toward the actual death of love, which means that people simply that the actual organism, the tautology of what things really are, falls apart. And when that happens, uh, well, like I said, society collapses and people die en masse, uh, which is uh, pretty much going to be expected here. Like, um, this is what this is about. I mean, essentially she makes herself a sitting duck to the child of evil, the anti-logos, or the 666, which is Jim Jones. Then he just runs her over with his car, a Dodge Challenger in this case. But uh, that's what happened with Jonestown. Jim Jones's cult believed all sorts of crazy utopian nonsense that was divorced from reality, that was illogical. And the consequence is, eventually, once the guy was cornered and had no way, uh, and no, and no uh, foreseeable success with his movement, because his people had shot Congressman Leo Ryan, he went and poisoned them all, and they actually went along with it, and they poisoned their own kids. Which is also what I see happening right now. This is essentially just mass murder disguised as a moral movement. And I don't think it's just social justice either. It's just one manifestation of it that particularly resembles Jim Jones. I think there's other things, of course, like ISIS, for example, uh, are also literally murder-suicidal. They're going nuts trying to uh, kill as many people as possible along with themselves. And they're so geared on suicide, they actually essentially say that if you don't kill yourself during a terror attack, then it doesn't count. Like, you're supposed to die in the attack. I suppose to cover up any uh, tortured out information that they might give, but still, it's a very suicidal-oriented uh, movement. It's more about suicide than anything else. All this stuff is about suicide, really, because anything that's against love is about death and suicide. It's about the destruction of what causes life, which is an organism. So here we have uh, what? Charlotte. That's also the, uh, everybody knows the story of Charlotte's Web. Charlotte's from Virginia signifies Charlotte's Web, which is the spider. Uh, the spider is the manifestation, the symbolic manifestation of how things are selected for life or death. Something's either on a sticky thread of the web or not, the spider knows which which uh, threads of the web are sticky and which ones aren't. Uh, the prey doesn't know. The prey just runs right into the whole thing, gets stuck, and then gets wrapped up and eaten. Well, that's essentially what's going on right here. Symbolically, people are being deselected from evolution because they failed at love. Uh, believe it or not, that is probably the main complaint of the gods about humanity is the failure of love. Other than that, everything else just kind of follows. But for example, the destruction of the environment, the overpopulation, and so forth. All that stuff they are going to fix somehow, and it's probably going to be pretty brutal because we haven't done it ourselves. Uh, as I said, the environmental issues were, were covered by the uh, attack 
at in Las Vegas, right? So that attack showed a guy named uh, Stephen Paddock, meaning voice of the frog, raining bullets down on a crowd of people at a concert in one of the most uh, environmentally unsustainable and criminal hellholes of a city in the entire U.S. So it wasn't a coincidence that it happened there. Uh, the actual personal causes behind it, or the guy was probably avoidant personality disorder and psychopathic and so forth, right? Probably had severe social anxiety. But that was his personal cause. The collective cause, the symbolic reason for this, is because of his name and because of the uh, coincidental events uh, in synchronicity, which means the hurricanes, the worst hurricane season on record which has to do with uh, what, he, what he is. The frog, the frog is the voice of nature. The frog gives a constant sound, uh, it's ribbit or whatever you want to call it, it's croaking, which is the voice of nature itself. Stephen Paddock means in Old English or Middle English, the voice of the frog. The frog is the sensitive creature in nature it's, the, it's an indicator species which shows you how much pollution there is because it starts to die off as soon as there's too much because it absorbs everything through its skin. So the frog symbolizes the sensitivity of nature and it's like an alarm bell which goes off and tells us when we're going uh, beyond a certain threshold. And so that's what, he, what, what Stephen Paddock was all about. Uh, honestly, it's the same thing with many other connected events with the frog. Like I said, with this uh, this this uh, attack, or whatever you want to call it, this car accident in Charlottesville, is as you know, <clears throat> the alt right movement is associated with the Pepe the Frog meme. It's also a frog, and that's because no matter what you think about these white supremacists or right wing people, conservatives, whatever, the reason why that's associated with them is because they are at least somewhat standing for tradition and for the nature of what things are, their people, their race, their traditional cultures, as for, for, for example, as Europeans, as Germans, right? And that is nature. You see, being, <clears throat> being German or being English or whatever is not just a social construct, it's nature. It's a product of nature, the same way that being a certain species of flower or whatever is a product of nature. And so, the reason Pepe is associated with that is because he represents nature. He represents the sensitivity of nature, and it's a warning that if we continue to attack traditions and attack traditional races and cultures with things like the refugee crisis in Europe or like our supposed anti-racist propaganda, it's going to have the opposite of the intended effect. It's going to provoke the frog to go nuts and turn into a fascist you see so <clears throat> that's what this is about not only is the whore killing herself by divorcing herself from love but the we are provoking something like hitler 2.0 by uh offending these conservative people and we're doing it without reason as well because Honestly, the essence of what this is, like you think about it, like we have this image now <clears throat> that traditional uh, cultures and races and peoples are somehow all associated with guys in military uniforms. That's just not the case, though. Maybe Hitler or 
Mussolini tried to defend that, or at least they thought they were defending it by starting wars. But the real embodiment of that is and always was just your own mom, right? Your mother. So what you're doing is you're attacking your mother. Now, what is mother? That's nature. You're attacking your own mother, you see, which symbolizes love and nature and nurturing, which is embodied in things like tradition, like culture, and like race. You're saying it's immoral that your mother is immoral. And that's not a very good idea. I mean, same thing with uh, nature in general. We're raping nature. We're raping the earth for its resources. We are overpopulating the earth and we are ignoring the consequences of our actions by harming our own mother. Uh, the result is our mother gives birth to another son, the anti-human, to wipe us out. And that's Jim Jones, you see. The anti-human is what Jim Jones is. He's like, uh, he's like a, an immune reaction against humanity and is evil incarnate. But this sort of thing is manifesting now all over the place because of our overpopulation in particular. <clears throat> That's why you have some people like Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi or whatever, in ISIS, for example, but also over here, that seem to be completely impervious to all logic and hell-bent on murder-suicide. Because that is what they are. They are anti-humans. They, they developed uh, out of degeneration to kill human beings because of our excesses. So they are human still, but they are human in a degenerate form with the, the overall drive of death as opposed to life. And that is, uh, well, for example, it's, it's pretty bizarre the stuff that you see uh, going on right now with um, this, uh, <clears throat> some of these people, I mean, some of them you wouldn't even expect would be this way until the last moment when they pull their stunt, I guess you could say. But uh, widespread depression and suicidality, you know, we think of it in a pitying sense, but it's actually a very dangerous weapon against us. Whether it's somebody like James Holmes or uh, Eric Harrison's going Cleveland or all these various other mass shooters, that all represents the force of the anti-logos, the anti-human, which is aimed at us as a weapon of mass destruction to kill as many of us off as it can. And that manifests in fake belief systems as well. Like previously, the Roman Catholic Church with its lies and, uh, as it went around the world conquering and enslaving. But I'm talking about much worse things than just that because remember that was the, <clears throat> that was the, the tree of life drooping down, right, withering. But the peace stuff, social justice, is the tree of life totally dead. It's not just withering or drooping anymore. It's totally dead. So we had the original traditional culture and the teachings of Emmanuel and Mohammed and so forth in their original form, which was a tree of life. It was the uh, peace, peace symbol turned upside down. <clears throat> then you had Christianity, which was the peace symbol starting, uh, the life symbol starting to fall down and wither because of the heresies of the Catholic Church. And eventually you've got what it is now, which is death, the final stage when it's just totally dead. When people are living overall for death and self-destruction as opposed to for life. Uh, and that's really what's going on here. Not only are they living for death by materialism and excess that destroys nature and provokes it to kill them, but they are also believing in things 
which will kill them. Believing in delusional nonsense, which is against their own survival. Uh, and that is uh, really what Jonestown is all about. See, Jim Jones is our warning about this because he's a microcosm of what's going to happen on a larger scale. He was uh, <clears throat> the like dead man. He was death incarnate. The guy was uh, essentially um, all about what he ultimately did. When he was a young kid, he used to bury cats in his backyard and give them funerals. And he eventually resorted even to supposedly to killing them himself so he could have funerals for them. He was obsessed with death from the time he was a little boy uh, <clears throat> because this is what he ultimately was at his core. Jim Jones was the manifestation of the Grim Reaper in human form. And all of his deception and BS was about corrupting and bringing things to their own demise. That's also what any of these other people are doing right now. So uh, you have to think about the uh, consequences of believing in stuff that doesn't make any sense, like feminism, for example, uh, with other people who are also anti-logan or anti-logic anti people, uh, promoting lies <clears throat> about known scientific facts in order to promote this feminist nonsense. For example, Cordelia Fine, she has written a book about how sex difference research is all, is all uh, flawed, which is a lie. She, she's, she's ignoring mountains of evidence and indisputed facts. Uh, yet she is as well, if I look at her name and her personal personality, an anti-logic person. She's an anti-logos or anti-loga or whatever. Like uh, the, just like uh, Jim Jones, a cult leader. So a liar and a pathological liar who hates reality and is geared at death. Uh, <clears throat> there are many such people out there deceiving others, but that's how a person can become such a notorious liar as she is, is because she doesn't have, because she doesn't have logic in her mind. She just has contradiction and hatred. Uh, and that's what motivates all of this. All of this uh, so-called feminism has nothing to do with women's rights or whatever. In fact, it is against femininity. It's against, The real femininity is traditionalism, right? <clears throat> it's being a mother, raising kids, and maintaining traditions and harmony. The real feminism, so-called, the real female tendency is like traditionalist and folkish, Whereas this stuff is exactly against that. It's against love. It's against tradition. It's against the past. It's against motherhood. So it's 100% anti-woman, but it calls itself feminist, which I think really means that it is pseudo-feminine, that it is like a, a, di uh, it's like a, a digression from what it actually is to be female or uh, a degeneration. Now, you want an example of another, I mean, there are tons of anti-Logos people or death people on this planet now because of overpopulation, some of whom, you know, they'll attempt to uh, maintain the illusion of being a normal person and do a pretty good job until something pushes them over the edge into murder-suicide. Commonly, they have, however, visible traits of avoidant personality disorder, like Stephen Paddock did, where they... Uh, 
or avoid certain things like the plague, avoid certain people or situations, they may display social anxiety, may not, but they have a very superficial and guarded way of dealing with everybody. So that's one manifestation of it is avoidant personality disorder. Uh, however, uh, it goes deeper than that into just essentially total death of your psyche through self-hatred. Uh, an example just recently, 22nd of December 2017, there was uh, a guy named Jacob Daniel Foreman in Canada who seemed to just be a regular devout Christian plumber. Uh, didn't look harm. He looked harmless from his photographs. You'd never know what the guy had going on inside. Uh, unless you knew him well, I guess. <clears throat> but uh, he murdered his own wife and two daughters uh, before Christmas here. Why? Uh, I think the answer is that he was somebody like Jim Jones. He was somebody who was obsessed with death his whole life, and his main drive was suicide all along. And I think that's the case also with, see, we think uh, the, the thing with homosexuality is likewise, right? If you're overall drive in life is a totus sweep or a death drive as Freud called it. Your overall drive is not to reproduce but to eliminate life. There's going to be a tendency there and in fact there is which we can see in people for example who party and play and try to get AIDS on purpose bug chasing. Uh, it's not just psychopathic risk taking which is associated with a narcissism. It is that but there's a suicidal element for sure. And I think it's a perversion of their androgynous nature from just being feminine and bisexual to being narcissistic and self-destructive. And the superficiality is also avoidant, right? Where they have one partner after another with no deep relationship. That's avoidant personality disorder. So that I think is all showing a suicidal, self-deserting avoidance, as they call it. <clears throat> and all of this, therefore, the gender studies stuff, the uh, gay rights stuff is, a, is at least tied with a suicidal tendency in society. And at the same time, of course, the so-called old-fashioned morality of the Catholic Church is also lies from the same kind of people. So you really have to go to your nature and not to these religions, because the religions are heresy. I mean, you can read the books yourself, but don't believe the doctrines being taught to you by the Pope, because these people are liars. Their, their religion is the reason we are, we are where we are now. Uh, so you have to, I think you have to follow real scientific facts, because the real scientific facts actually support traditional morality for the most part. There are some things we have wrong because of these fake religions, right? Like the Catholic Church or or Sunnism or Shiism or whatever. But on the whole, traditional morality is supported by nature and not this social justice stuff or whatever you want to call it. Uh, it is not supported by nature. So that's, and, and if something is supported by nature, what does that mean? It means that you survive if you follow something in conformity with it. So things like marriage, love, and traditional gender roles or whatever sex roles are supported by nature. I'm not saying that you should that the Catholic Church or Buddhists or whatever oppressing women is good. That's homosexual misogyny. I'm saying that women being mothers and men being fathers is developed by nature for the sake of our survival. And anything else they are is an abstraction of that.
right? So anything else, if a man is a scientist, for example, then he's a father. If a woman is a scientist, she's a mother. She's a, she's a teacher like a mother raises her children. It's always going to be that way. And it is, I think, there's a much larger gulf between the sexes than we even discover, than we even know yet. <clears throat> but there is a very strong, very strong sex tendencies. And the denial of nature is just self-hatred. It's hatred of the harmonious order of nature, which we are destroying with our foolish exploitations. Uh, and that nature also exists in us, human nature, which is true love. And true love, therefore, means that complementary things coexist without, without contradicting each other, male and female, for example. It means a tautology, where complements coexist without destroying each other. That's how we're supposed to be. That's, how, that's why we survive for so long. But we aren't going to survive much longer. At least a lot of people are going to be culled from humanity because of these idiotic beliefs and these sick uh, manners of behavior, like being a whore, being selfish, being hateful and, and, and lacking true love, which is uh, the real reason why the more evolved spiritual levels, the gods or angels, uh, are not are, are actually plotting the demise of a large portion of humanity. And I mean, they're not just doing this maliciously out, out of nowhere. They've been warning us about this for decades, and they're still warning us about it before they do it. But they're going to do it between 2028 and 2041. So uh, you better watch out, because if things don't take a big turn for the better, I'll be back after Jean Lindsay, the Cosmic Oracle. If you have questions about your past lives or future plans, need answers from the cosmos about your love life or career, or just want to keep your finger on the pulse of the planet, check out my show, The Cosmic Oracle, here on Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. It is no secret that the so-called mainstream media is best described as controlled propaganda. 
countless news stories are either totally ignored or spun with half-truths, and because of this, essential facts and vital information are often compromised. Join Dr. Ott every Friday night on Studio B at 10 p.m. Eastern and learn why the story behind the story was nominated for a Peabody Award in its second year of producing Unparalleled Broadcasting Excellence in 1997. That is, if you really care about learning the truth. Wadiya will remain a dictatorship. Or be quiet. Why are you guys so anti-dictators? Imagine if America was a dictatorship. You could let 1% of the people have all the nation's wealth. You could help your rich friends get richer by cutting their taxes and bailing them out when they gamble and lose. You could ignore the needs of the poor for healthcare and education. Your media would appear free but would secretly be controlled by one person and his family. You could wiretap phones. You could torture foreign prisoners. You could have rigged elections. You could lie about why you go to war. You could fill your prisons with one particular racial group and no one would complain. You could use the media to scare the people into supporting policies that are against their interests. Tune in Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time for Liberation Nation with Deacon John, where America comes to hear the truth. I know this is hard for you Americans to imagine, but please try. Anti-aircraft guns went into action against unidentified aircraft in the Los Angeles area shortly after 3 a.m. Pacific War Time this morning. We are far stronger than we were 10 weeks ago. Our Joe Waters, all-hands, many of battle Saturday on Revolution Radio. It's a double dose of the internationally recognized renegade military historian, Douglas Dietrich. You'll stay right where you are until I tell you to move out. Yeah, that's right. Tuesdays from 10 to midnight Eastern Time. Join Douglas Dietrich as he exposes the truth in hidden history on his show, Critical Omissions. And then our human weapon of mass instruction is back once again to take your calls on Saturday night firing lines. Both from 10 to 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Only on Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host...
This is The True World with Matthew Deagle. I'm here to discuss how uh, world events are showing us where we're headed because everything is controlled by the spirit. Everything that uh, is guided, I should say, by the spirit, whatever evil we create, the spiritual level of reality controls in order to teach us lessons and to guide us to the right path and warn us where we are headed. So, for example, earlier I discussed the, uh, the, the car ramming in Charlotte, Charlottesville, West, uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, and I also mentioned the, uh, the, the Jonestown uh, omen, where Jim Jones killed all of his followers, which is connected to that. And I also mentioned the phenomenon of people abandoning traditions and abandoning motherhood and love, which essentially represents the abandonment of their true self-love, their love of who they are in reality, their love of their own inner self, and therefore the abandonment of nature. Now, a related warning is here on the 18th of December, 2017, at 7:33 a.m., uh, an Amtrak train that was uh, on a track uh, on a maiden voyage, if you want to call it that, uh, between Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington, derailed in Dupont, Washington. Uh, this Amtrak train derailed right in front of a large graffiti reading "Lab Rat Nats" or "Lab Rats." That is something which is being experimented on against nature over which somebody had painted in green a graffiti reading nature, N-A-T-U-R-E. Uh, because nature is true love, we've abandoned it. We have all of our major political and religious belief systems are false. We have anti-nature beliefs on the left in terms of social immorality uh, and the rejection of things like motherhood and we have anti-nature beliefs on the right in the form of the abuse of nature itself uh, and the destruction of the environment. We also have anti-nature in that we don't have a balance of male and female in our society or in our manner of running society. We neither follow traditions, which are feminine, nor do we maintain social harmony and bonds, which are feminine. We live for ourselves and we have a capitalistic system which does not favor the average person which is also excessively masculine. Meanwhile, the feminine is being turned from its good nature, <clears throat> which is to be a loving, harmonious, and maternal person, to an evil nature, which is to be a whore, a whore representing the destruction of love, the death of love, which is why the woman who died in Charlottesville was named Heather Heyer. It means behold the whore. And she was killed by a guy named James, same name as Jamestown and Jim Jones, uh, who is the cult leader who leads people to their death by teaching them illogic. So this Amtrak crash here has the same basic connection. It is another coincidental event <clears throat> here just before Christmas, on the just before winter solstice, in fact, just uh, two days or three days before winter solstice. And this uh, crash as I said, occurred right in front of this big sign reading Lab Rat Nats, 
on a bridge in a place called DuPont, which means of the bridge. Uh, that is all symbolic of the fact that we are on a bridge to the next age, the age of Aquarius, starting in 2028 especially. That's when it goes into full effect. And that if we do not follow nature, then we die on the way over that bridge. We don't make it over the bridge. We're on a suicide bridge instead. And you want to know another event that happened uh, involving a bridge recently is a guy who calls himself who called himself the Pope, Dan Johnson in Kentucky, shot himself dead on a bridge in Bullitt County. So Bullitt County Bridge and the Pope. Because the Pope was the original Jim Jones, you see. He was the guy who was teaching us lies and torturing witches to death for just following their traditional, their traditional morals following and carrying out their traditional culture. Uh, all this stuff is, as I said, Christianity was the beginning of it. <clears throat> that was the rune of life, the tree of life drooping downward and becoming and withering. Now, the peace movement is the tree of life totally dead represents total self-destruction. So it does not mean peace. Peace means uh, cooperation and harmony in society. It means the organism based on true love. So life. <clears throat> the peace symbol used by people since the hippies is not a peace symbol. It is a death symbol. But here we go. This guy called the Pope uh, committed suicide on a bridge, an Amtrak train crashed right before an overpass, i.e. a bridge over a highway, uh, with a giant graffiti reading Lab Rat, over which the word nature had been uh, painted by somebody. So that is the, uh, the basic uh, tendency we're, we're seeing right now, is that we are being... Uh, led on a path to self-destruction by the, the abandonment of true love. And this is the reason why a woman was used to symbolize this is because she, as a woman, embodies love or hatred. <clears throat> now, Yardley Love was killed in the same town, as I said, as was Heather Heyer. Uh, and Heather Heyer, if you go through her Facebook, it's still up right now. Let's see. Uh, she had a quote on there reading, uh, if you're not outraged, you're not paying attention on her background. Now, it's ironic because what she represents is the reason we should be outraged. That is the abandonment of true love, the abandonment of morality and tradition and the abandonment of nature in general. Now keep in mind, the frog represents the sensitivity of nature, and that is also the mascot of the alt-right movement for a reason. Because although they also support conservative anti-nature policies in terms of the environment, they support nature in terms of tradition and culture and races, which is good. Uh, there's nothing immoral. It's in fact the other way around. It's immoral to abandon and to betray your own people. It's moral to be loyal to your own mother. It's immoral to abandon 
what you actually are in order to be a modern materialist. That is immoral. Uh, she also has uh, in her profile picture her hair covering her right eye. Only her left eye is visible. This symbolizes the, the left eye of Ra or the evil eye of Hathor, which is the cow. The cow has to be milked or else it gets sick. You have to milk your cow or else she doesn't, she doesn't feel well. The idea is you have to, uh, in other words, the, the female has to be in a state of true love and has to be giving that love to her baby or else she gets sick and she becomes mad. Uh, and that's what happens is what Hathor, the Egyptian goddess, the cow, does is she runs amok on a rampage as the evil eye of Ra if true love has been abandoned. That's the traditional ancient Egyptian myth of how previous civilizations were destroyed is that <clears throat> the cow Hathor failed to be milked and so she was no longer giving love. She just uh, swelled up with milk and her desire for relief caused her to go around destroying things as if she were a bull. So often the destruction itself is symbolized by a raging bull, the child of the cow. And this also has shown up numerous times, for example, in bizarre Lamborghini uh, crashes and Lamborghini-related uh, <coughs> rammings, but also uh, in other connected bull symbolism, like there's a statue of a giant bull in Wall Street, for example, which is being faced down now by a statue of a little girl. The little girl symbolizes nature, and the bull symbolizes the raging destruction brought about by humanity. Uh, so you can't look at things in terms of their superficial political and social ideas of what they are. It's just not what they actually are. What they actually are is subconscious, and it's related to the spiritual symbolism. Uh, but here we have the whore, uh, because you see, the thing is that Hathor, the cow, represents desire for relief, the lunar, which means either you want to give of yourself or you want to destroy things. The left eye, the eye of Ra, when it's uh, on the loose, it destroys the enemies of Ra. And Ra means the sun, the spirit, and the law and order of nature. So we are, in fact, being uh, run over ourselves right now by the eye of Ra, by the evil force of the spirit, uh, which itself is not overall evil. It's a self-defense against our evil and degeneration. She also has the last thing publicly posted on her Facebook here is, if you're scared of Muslims, meet one, which is kind of ominous to me because Muslims, right now, a lot of them are... Uh, uh, some of the most prominent terrorists uh, who also embody this murder-suicidal tendency in a different form. But honestly, uh, <clears throat> I don't think we, you know, I don't think it's helpful to our society to invite in yet more criminals and terrorists because we're already going to hell ourselves. I mean, everything bad that, that they have, we have an equivalent. Really, we do. Like they have inbreeding, we have advanced maternal age. And yes, both of them are equally bad. It's equally bad for women to have children after they're 30 years old, as it is for you to marry your cousin. If not worse, because it creates new mutations as opposed to perpetuating old ones. So uh, we are actually screwed on both sides. Whether you're a Muslim or a modern person, we're screwed because uh, we are 
we've totally dis discarded nature. And that means death. Uh, <clears throat> so we have, uh, what do we have? Muslims committing mass murder, suicide. Then we have people over here committing suicide on both sides of the political fence in different ways. You have Republicans who want to destroy nature and get and uh, do nothing to stop climate change or overpopulation. Uh, then you have the left who want to destroy nature socially and in personality. They want to destroy tradition and morality. Meanwhile, the right is literally destroying nature in the, in the, in the sense of the environment. So either one is killing us and killing themselves. Same thing with the uh, supposed dichotomy between Islam and Christianity or Islam and Judaism. They're all killing themselves in different ways. Muslims are engaging in terrorism and wars. Uh, Christians are engaging in self-destruction through materialism and through immorality. Uh, and it's the same thing with the Jews, right? The Jews are destroying themselves through criminality because they are totally pervaded by the mob. And that is, in fact, what's going to destroy the Jews. Because the Jews tolerate these mobsters who are, in turn, working alongside terrorists to smuggle drugs. And therefore bringing terrorists into their into the West Bank, for example, and into uh, Europe to kill Jews for profit. Uh, so, yes, they're all destroying themselves. The majority of cultures on Earth right now are committing suicide because they are degenerate and they have abandoned therefore nature and true love and the actual goodness. The real and true way of running a society is a traditional and based on traditional rights and peoples and races. Secondly, it is environmentalist and thirdly, it's socialist. There's no other right way to do things. All the other systems are false. That's also a reason why, for example, in Sweden and Norway, where they have a more socialist system, uh, even despite the propaganda, women tend toward more feminine professions on average than they do in less socialistic countries. Because in Sweden, the women don't have any pressure to be capitalistic and to be masculinized. In the U.S., on the other hand, they do. So the U.S. is actually damaging its own women by, by, by practicing an excessively masculine economic system. Because it, that's what capitalism is. It's masculine. Men are all about competition and self-interest, but women are about cooperation and harmony. So you have to balance the two. And uh, yeah, I know it's true that essentially, therefore, you think about it, environmentalist, socialist, traditionalist, and based on your own people and race, that sounds like Hitler. And yeah, that isn't what Hitler originally was, but it's not what Hitler was uh, in World War II, because he was, he went nuts or something. I think what happened is that he was influenced by the Thule Society to destroy himself and sabotage his movement, and that they were actually working with the uh, religious cults that wanted their own slave system. Uh, whatever the case, the fact is that Hitler didn't start out like he ended up. But uh, I wouldn't say it's the same as Mussolini entirely. I don't know. I don't know very much about his policies. But uh, the fact is that Communism and capitalism, uh, as opposed to national socialism, are both deadly systems. They're both illogical. Uh, and they, they both, you know, in different ways. They, communism attacks traditions and attacks uh, nature in the form of human nature. And capitalism attacks nature in the form of attacking 
uh, social harmony as well. And also, you know, justifies the destruction of physical nature. So the realistic perspective is, I think, with the population size of the Earth and with all these different cultures and systems being wrong and being suicidal, <clears throat> I expect something like two-thirds of the population of the Earth to die off within the next 20 to 30 years from various causes like famines and wars, plagues, etc. And so we have to think about trying to establish something that's more logical and more in harmony with nature. And the first thing we need to start with is our own nature, which consists of male and female, and are supposed to be in a tautology with each other. They're supposed to be complementary and equal and in harmony. They're not supposed to be destroying each other or replacing each other. So all these fake religions have to go uh, that, that involve, for example, uh, you know, the Catholic Church. They only ever have a male pope for some reason, which makes no sense because it's, it's like a man trying to replace the function of a mother. Uh, the same thing with uh, all these other cults. They all are illogical, and so they have to be replaced by something else. And namely, I think that's just a matter of going back to your own actual nature, being honest about what we know scientifically, and following logic. So following logic and cultivating good traditions, uh, and also and really just rejecting this whole culture of modernity of what the modern world is, which is self-destructive in every possible way. It's not good. This uh, there's nothing progressive about it. We made technological progress, and I'm not talking about technology. Okay, I'm talking about culturally the modern world is inferior traditional societies and if you think that's not true just compare the modern way of living to uh, some traditional societies like ancient Egypt or the Hopi Indians for example they were culturally superior to us by far they were morally superior and they you ask them what their perspective is on for example even right now they're, they're still around here in Arizona ask them what they think about the destruction of the environment or uh, what their ideas are on est establishing coal mines on their mesas. They're against it. So why is it that they're against destroying the environment, but we're not? Because they're morally superior to us. It's as simple as that. And the reason why we're morally inferior is because we've abandoned true love, abandoned nature, and abandoned our natural good conscience. We've replaced it with something else, the forbidden fruit, for which we will surely die. The false conscience where stuff like political correctness and other BS is what we focus on morally and not on reality, where we're killing ourselves by destroying nature. So <clears throat> humans are incredibly stupid uh, at this point in our modern society, and they will pay for it. And I mean, they will be killed, and not just killed, but they will probably be killed in a horrible way because the gods... Uh, want to teach us a lesson and not just let us just be destroyed. It's not just a matter of self-defense. It's also a matter of negative reinforcement. So they're going to make sure that people suffer. And I think, therefore, we can expect if things don't change for the better here within 20 years, there will be hell on earth. For that reason, I 
if anybody wants to avoid this stuff, they don't think they need to learn a horrible lesson, I recommend being prepared for what's going to happen because it's going to be really bad. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, on, on the other hand, though, it's I think people deserve it. You look around uh, at the politicians we have and the kind of fanatical movements and the lies and the obsession with totally petty things. These people deserve a big, a good boot in the face to show them what the hell is going on. Uh, to, 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 to bring them back to reality where they need to cooperate and love each other and not just be so darn selfish and delusional about what's important. Uh, and that requires, I think, having all their money and pleasures taken away, which is what's going to happen. Uh, <clears throat> but that's the... Uh, we got here because we embraced lies out of selfishness. We decided that we wanted, because see, true love is fundamentally about respecting how things actually are, as opposed to imposing how you wish they were on them. Because it's accepting things as they are uh, as something that you depend on. Uh, therefore, lying, lying and concealing the truth and creating illogical beliefs is against true love. It's a form of false hatred. So when you see people who are immoral outrageous about BS, like this or that person said something sexist or racist, like right now there's a 20,000 person petition against Matt Damon for saying that rape is not the same thing as touching somebody's butt. He literally just said that and that he might under certain circumstances, on a case-by-case -case basis, work with somebody who was accused of sexual abuse. Okay, so this is Hollywood we're talking about here. Realistically, the guy cannot avoid sleazy people. He's in Hollywood. Yet he's being crucified by these lunatics just for pointing out something honestly, just for being honest, basically. And that can't, will not be tolerated. Those people are going to be tortured. I'm telling you that those people who believe that kind of BS, who think that they can... They can bully people by being moral idiots. And I mean more, I mean that they have no real morals. This is just hysteria. Are going to suffer very severely here within 10, within 20 years or so. And, uh, and the reason why is because they need, they need a kick in order to get them back into reality and out of this whoredom. That's what Heather Heyer is all about. It's not about, I'm not saying it's a good thing she was run over. The guy was a complete psychopath, obviously. The woman was, you know, just standing there at a protest. But it's symbolic. And she probably was one of these sorts of people because of the way this happened to her symbolically. Usually stuff happens to people who are what they represent. So she probably was a whore. And that is a loveless person. Uh, and that's why it happened to her. But... Uh, I'm not saying that I'm not saying the guy should be off. He should be in jail for the rest of his life. But the thing is that uh, that represents the kind of judgment that's coming on people like them. And it's coming through none other than their own cult leaders, that the people they put in power as their heroes to save them from reality and enforce justice upon us are the ones who are going to kill them. Just like Jim Jones. And that is what the uh, punishment is for these whores who, and by whores, I do mean the literal sense of somebody who is not capable of being married. 
That is somebody who is loveless, someone who is not capable of being bound to somebody else because they are because they've destroyed true love in themselves. So they are divorced from the organism of society, and therefore they are parasites. That's why the traditional symbol of, for example, the evil kingdom of the apocalypse is the whore of Babylon. It's because a whore represents lovelessness. It's not about sex or whatever. There was never any traditional taboo about sex or sex acts. There's a taboo about sex or any activity without love, lovelessness. That's, where, that's the real taboo. The religions falsified it because they're homosexuals and they want to conceal what, it, what it's actually about. But it's about not sex, right? There's not, sex itself is not dirty or whatever, uh, as long as it's with somebody that you're in true love with. But lovelessness is filth. It means becoming a parasite and breaking away from humanity and nature. <clears throat> so if you have no love for anybody else but yourself... You literally don't deserve to live. And the only reason the gods even keep you alive is to cause you to suffer for as long as possible until you learn your lesson. Sounds harsh, but that's how it really is. And you're going to see that's how it is as you observe events unfold here. So these uh, degenerate women think that they can get away with being like this <clears throat> or that they can somehow survive by behaving in a selfish and loveless way. But they forget that they're part of something much bigger than themselves. And in that thing, there is <clears throat> the level of the gods who watch everything they do and know all their secrets. And if they are full of it, they know. And they will make sure that they suffer. Uh, that's what's happening to a large portion of humanity right now. And of course, it's the case with men or women who are loveless. But it's especially the case, symbolically speaking, with women because that's their normal job. <clears throat> because in a normal society, in nature, women are the ones with the most love. And therefore, if they don't have any, it's a severe degeneration. So human beings think that, they, that they're just on this planet and they can, that they're the kings of it and they can do whatever they want. But that's just not how it is. Humans are subject to the laws of nature and humans are subject to logic and humans are also under the constant watch of the spiritual realm, the gods, or whatever you want to call them, who are going, to, who, who, who control all sorts of things all the time such as our languages and our symbols and, our, and cultivate our cultures. And uh, also we'll make sure that eventually here degeneration is wiped out because they want to clear the way for the age of Aquarius, which is an actual astrological influence based on the precession of the equinoxes and where the earth is, the solar system is around the galactic central sun center of the galaxy so <clears throat> you actually get an influence going from Pisces to Aquarius the equinox going from Pisces into Aquarius where there is more of a drive toward evolution and this necessarily means 
that more degenerate things are destroyed before any evolution happens. So there's evolution, that's the positive. <clears throat> the negative is that all these lies and degenerations are washed away. It's like a deluge. And uh, that it also involves, as we've already seen, the entry into our solar system of interstellar comets, which are controlled as well by the cosmic powers, the gods. So we saw a giant throw stick that uh, Oumuamua that swung past the sun and then went back out of the solar system. That was a warning. That was a warning shot. Next time, or eventually, one of these interstellar comets is going to hit the Earth at a specific location to punish people for being loveless. And I think the most likely place to get hit is going to be right between Europe and Russia. Probably, where's that going to be? Let's see here. So probably it's going to strike like uh, uh, maybe b between the Black Sea and the Baltic Sea. Maybe it's going to hit in the ocean itself, possibly in the Baltic, who knows. But I'd say in that general region, we're going to have an interstellar, an interstellar comet hit the Earth probably in the year 2036, when we were also warned by the uh, calculated near pass of Apophis. It was going to hit the, they thought it was going to hit the Earth, actually, in 2036, but it's now it turns out it's not going to. But that is in synchronicity with when an interstellar object is going to suddenly enter the solar system and actually hit the Earth somewhere. Well, probably on that same day, the 13th of April, 2036. <clears throat> and uh, I think that that is, in fact, an intelligently controlled attack on humanity for being evil. And that if we could stop it potentially, but look at how quickly these objects move. Their speed is so high that you'd have to detect it and then stop it immediately for, to, to prevent it from hitting the Earth. <clears throat> I guess the other way is just to stop being such a bunch of loveless wars and to stop fomenting war between Russia and the EU. But otherwise, it's going to happen. And the... Uh, you know, what can I say? This is The reason for this stuff is because the gods know that you're not going to learn true love again if unless there's negative reinforcement to get rid of stuff that interferes with it. And it's also self-defense of the universe and of life against these degenerate cultures. <clears throat> I mean, the gods know 100% what you're all about. They know that you're loveless. They know that you only love yourself and you only want to be loved by somebody else and you don't love anybody else. They know that. They know you're a liar. So don't pretend, don't think you can pretend to other humans and that matters. It doesn't change it. The gods will still, they still know what you're all about and they're still going to torture you until you change. Uh, <clears throat> and they're still going to kill a bunch of you uh, so long as you continue to overpopulate. Uh, in order to protect nature from you. So <laughs> this is just how things really are. You know, people have been isolated into a delusion because of cult leaders that want to give them a false impression that what we do is okay. Because what we do benefits those cult leaders to a degree. I mean, they also get punished, but it benefits them at least materially. 
uh, but people need to stop believing him. Uh, this, uh, because this, this is where things are headed. This is what these synchronicities are all about. All about is warnings about where we're headed. Uh, they happen all the time, and are always intelligently controlled in a symbolic way. They're they're a kind of language, and it's because the gods, I think, <coughs> cultivate our collective. So. The collective of true love, they kind of cultivate like a garden or something. And <clears throat> that is where all these connections between different people and different uh, cultural symbols occur, like names and dates and stuff like that. And they are able to use this to communicate certain warnings to us, such as with this Amtrak crash in Washington and the, uh, the event in Charlottesville and the attack in Vegas. <clears throat> and it's really all about the destruction of degeneration and the failure of life which goes against nature because a train represents life it's a momentum on a track that goes in a certain way and if it is if it abandons nature or if it goes against it it either derails or it collides and the uh, that's essentially what's going on here is the people are still following a false momentum just rolling forward with materialism and destruction of nature and an abandonment of traditional morality, which means that they are going to collide with something eventually. And I've seen this train symbolism used repeatedly to mean the path of, uh, of essentially what, what's going on here. The uh, whore loveless and full of herself and narcissistic and hating herself and everybody else running head-on into nature and being killed uh, this 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 has been going on for a long time since they first started building things like trolleys and uh, urban trains like back in Oregon where I used to live there was a head-on collision that occurred in synchronicity called the red electric train crash for example which had a lot to do with this as well uh, that was actually just a couple miles from my old house there in Oregon and the uh, well what else has been going on we had we had the eclipse that's that's a cal that's a calendrical timing event so all these astrological events are events whereby the gods time certain if certain other events uh, the, the solar eclipse on August 21st was about the shutting of the eye of love, the shutting of the good eye, right? So that means that the evil eye remains open without the balance of goodness, it's just hatred without love. And that's Hathor, the cow, running amok. You know, it's uh, the destruction of of life on account of its failure to love the uh, so that's the reason why the event uh, was also synchronized with other things like this attack in las vegas and as i discussed in my last program also the monty hall thing monty hall died that has to do with decision making and belief right marilyn monroe was buried right next to hugh hefner 
etc. I discussed that all in my last program if you want to listen to the archives. But the basic uh, tendency here is that people are being wiped out and tormented, put through hell on earth, uh, uh, to hit, there's two different things that, that they're trying to do with this. On the one hand, defend life against this degeneration. So that's why they kill. On the other hand, teach a lesson in order to induce an improvement in their behavior, which is why there's the suffering. And uh, people think, you know, the world's controlled by this or that secret society or whatever. They wish. These <clears throat> rich elites don't even have the intelligence to do this. It's controlled by the gods. It's controlled by the spiritual realm, the so-called angels. You already see stuff set up by them somehow to symbolize that they are the ones behind whatever happens. Like, for example... If World War III happens, for, for example, where is Russia going to attack Europe from but Archangelsk, which actually means Archangel, or City of the Archangel. And the coat of arms is the Archangel Michael. So that shows one of the gods right there, or an angel. The very similar symbolism you see all over the place where they make warnings about where things are headed. Like, for example... The uh, where they actually show that it's them that's behind things by using certain like like the attack in Brussels used another representation of the gods. Uh, one of the victims was a graphic artist, I think from Sweden, whose Facebook profile picture was one of the Hopi Kachinas, which is also a representation of the gods, just like an angel. The and anything else we use represents the gods just by accident, if it's a supernatural or superhuman type of figure. Like Batman, for example, is often used to represent Raguel. Uh, and, and there's a, he's trying to communicate to us an equation between that and Mothman, as we call it, which actually means Death Man. Not, uh, it's strange that he was named Mothman, given the fact he actually looks like a giant owl or bat but uh, means death man or the grim reaper that's what he is he's the god in charge of death he chooses when you die and how and uh, the uh <clears throat> what's he doing right now but warning us about criminal activity in chicago by showing up all over the place there supposedly people are saying that they see mothman flying around and even driving a giant batmobile so these are all apparitions and what he again he's reportedly he's repeatedly shown us events involving a bridge like the original mothman sightings happened in 1967 or something and then the silver bridge collapsed soon after that was so the silver bridge is another example of a bridge the uh the bridge as i said symbolizes connecting two points together and going over some dangerous obstacle. So that's what we're doing right now. We're going over a bridge into the age of Aquarius. And if you fail to follow the laws of nature and you fail to evolve, then you can't make it over the bridge. You end up derailing or whatever, committing suicide before you can make it. So uh, let's see.
the uh, these these appearances of Mothman have been occurring recently uh, again uh, in Chicago after the original Mothman appearances in the 60s. Uh, with the 13 months later, the Silver Bridge collapsing, thir thir 13 months later to the day. Now, 13 means love. It's not really an uh, unlucky number at all. It actually just means love or the putting of two things together to make a new whole. And the reason why it might occur in certain events like this uh, is because the reason why he's killing you or punishing you is because you've abandoned love. So that's the reason for the appearance of 13. It's about love. The uh, What else can I say about this? I mean, it's, it's what he's doing all over the world. Like, as I said... I've mentioned this on every program practically, but September 11th, 2015, uh, the 14-year anniversary of September 11th, 2001, with a terror attack in Mecca, the global center of Sunni Islam, Saudi Arabia. The, uh, there was a thunderstorm, and then a giant crane collapsed and crushed exactly 111 pilgrims to death. So, thunder and a crane, a giant hammer, it's basically Thor revealing himself and killing Muslims for being heretics. So believe it or not, that actually happened on September 11th, 2015 in Mecca, followed two weeks later by the worst stampede ever in, Me in Medina. And what it's about is that the that Thor is actually a manifestation of what Muhammad called Allahu, or Allah, meaning the God or the gods as a collective. And he's not happy with these heretics in Saudi Arabia, with all their materialism, their exploitation of nature, their homosexuality, and their criminality in general. They're a mob, essentially. And he's showing them that, you know, you think that you're just, that you're in power and that this is all just a game, but I'm actually in power here and I'm going to destroy you. And he is going to destroy them. They're going to suffer the worst famine of their entire history here, I think, within ten years, and the uh, and that was, and, and why do you think he represented himself as Thor or Hadad? Certainly curious, but he's represented himself as Thor, and I think it's because Saudi Arabia funds a lot of these terrorists that are attacking Europe, and Thor is a European representation of the angel Uriel. But that actually happened. You can look it up yourself. September eleventh, two thousand fifteen. Thor personally killed 111 Muslims. Uh, this, and and people, th you know, people still believe in these materialistic and superficial religious cults and not in the actual spirits. They still ignore these gods. Uh, see, the whole idea, these Islamic sects are, are uh, heresy as they are now because the actual meaning of the Shahada, where there is no God but Allah, right? No God but Allah. That actually means that all of the gods or angels or any supernatural being, any spiritual being that does anything, is part of that. That all the ones that are real, whether they appear good or evil to us from our human perspective, are just God or Allah. You see, that's the idea. That it's, it's not about the other gods being idols to be destroyed or whatever. It's about them all being manifestations of the one God, which is the spiritual plane Arahat Atersata.
or Arahantantashata, as it's called in Pali. That's the Buddhist term for it, which is a level of spiritual evolution where you are liberated from the need for a material body. That's what the gods actually are, is very highly evolved human spirits that are now part of a collective uh, that spans the universe and is able to manifest as godlike influences on the material world. So that the idea is that Allahu, or as Muhammad called it, is literally just the collective of all gods. So Thor is just one way we, we see its activity when it influences the weather and things like that. Right? Satan, same thing. There's the whole idea of Satan as an enemy of God is nonsense. That's also just a manifestation of God punishing us. The and, and the, the thing is that these books were all falsified. The Torah was falsified by the Jews to cover up the fact they're Egyptians. The Quran was falsified by the scribes in Iraq. They replaced the term Iblis, meaning actually a, a human cult leader who died in 1976, uh, with the term Shaitan, which means Satan, based on the Christian idea of Satan, which was invented by the Catholic Church. But there's no such thing as Satan, an enemy of God. There's no, there's no fallen angels. It's impossible. An angel cannot sin. So an angel cannot fall and go against God. It doesn't make any sense. Matter of fact, the angels are the same thing as God, really. <clears throat> uh, there's two different things that are confused here, though. The creation, which is the absolute reality. Right? That's way above God. That's the actual creator of the universe, which is the creation, the source of creating anything. Because you can't create anything unless you're part of this universal whole. God, or the gods, is just the spiritual evolutionary level where you don't need a body anymore. That's the, which controls the universe, the material universe. The, and that's, uh, these people are all confused about it because they borrowed heresies from false religions even after the real prophets appeared. So. Muhammad appeared, he told him about all this stuff. His cousin Ali falsified it first, being influenced by Syriac Christianity. But then even worse is after Ali mis disorganized these different pieces of Muhammad's teaching, then they took this stuff to Iraq to be compiled into the Quran we have now, where it was influenced by Jewish scribes, who also falsified the history of Moses and so forth in the Quran. So the current Quran is not the word of God or whatever. And by the way, Muhammad was not illiterate. He was literate. He could read and write. In fact, he was fluent in both Arabic and Aramaic. Uh, so that's also a lie. To, just, to, 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 uh, to pretend the Quran is the word of God when it actually is just the words of Ali writing down Muhammad's words. He was just, Ali was the scribe. He wrote down the Quran. What happened? is it was broke, it was in little pieces and not in one book. So what happened is then these scribes copied it down and compiled it in Iraq, and they switched out words based on the influence of the religions they came from. So they converted from Judaism, they converted from Judaism or Christianity, and they switched out uh, the word al-khalik, meaning the creation, with Allah, meaning God or the gods. They replaced the word iblis, meaning the regretful one, or the person that causes us to regret that he exists, who's a human being, like Jim Jones, right? A living a person with the term shaitan, meaning Azrael, 
or the angel of death that starts fires and sets things and burns, causes things to destroy themselves. The uh, so that's what what it's all about, really. I mean, the uh, they they actually the Bible and the Quran are not reliable. So what's the actual word of God is logic and nature. It's things we discover scientifically and things that you discover by following logic. And you can actually, you know, if you want, you can, I'm not saying you shouldn't read the Bible or the Quran as a little piece of literature, but you should be skeptical because it's been falsified. And then the uh, Ahadith or the sayings of Mohammedists called are even worse. There's a bunch of stuff in there that's just plainly taken from Judaism. And that's because several Jews converted to Islam, and that's why the current sects of Islam are so Jewish in their character. They believe in Jewish traditions. Uh, so Muhammad was not a follower of this sort of stuff that they do now. He was not a Jew or a Christian. And he was against the heresy of the Catholic Church in every way. But uh, same thing with Buddha, right? Buddha was not a homosexual pederast like these Buddhist monks often are now. And that's very dangerous to believe, as I said last program, to believe in something arbitrarily instead of following knowledge and being a true, honest witness of reality is the meaning of kufr or to be an infidel. It doesn't mean to disbelieve. It means to believe in something that conceals the actual truth so that you bear false witness against it. And that is manifest in all of these fake religions. They are all kuffar. And that is the case also with atheists and so forth who are ignoring reality and ignoring logic. Uh, so, this is the True World with Matthew Deagle. I'll be back next week at 4 p.m. Eastern Time to discuss what
message to our listeners. Revolution Radio is you. Thanks to your continuous support and participation, Revolution Radio will embark to its eighth year. Yahoo! And better than ever, you, the listeners, have made Revolution Radio what it is. The number one commercial-free talk radio station on the web with nearly 24 hours of live programming delivering directly to you the most cutting-edge information available. You, the listeners, have become some of our most popular radio hosts. You, the listeners, offer feedback that molds our programming to appeal to a worldwide audience. You, the listener, provide eyes on the ground, reporting about newsworthy events in your area, and you, the listener, are the lifeblood of this station. We love you, and thank you for being a treasured member of our Revolution Radio family. From all of us to all of you, have a happy and safe holiday season, and let's make this new year a success once again together. Thank you. safe? Do you have the necessary information to assist you in confidently living through just about any survival situation? Is survival and gardening, off-grid living, medical knowledge, or even natural or man-made EMPs on your list of personal concerns? Do you have your documents and your personal information in a safe place in your hands where you know where it is? Well, check out our preloaded EMP-proof thumb drive. Over 3 gigs of survival documents and how-tos, plus the USDA offline food preservation website, and much, much more, including a surprise bonus 